Greetings and salutations, everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of our Spotlight series here for this week in the FCL. I am your host, Ryan, and our guests for our very first episode. What better way to kick this thing off than when two of the coolest kids in the world, two of the most electrifying individuals on the face of this planet. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome, late to the party zone, Vanessa and Robert. Let's bring him in here. Woo! Robert and Vanessa. <laughs> yeah. Electrifying. Yeah. I've never been said I was electrifying before. Mm-hmm. Well, Shocking. I will say it's one, it's, mm, well, it's one of my favorite words in the everyday vocabulary. Plus, I picked that word up from our good friend, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So I got to keep using it, brother. They but, must electrify movie. We know the rest. But isn't The Rock so damn good? He is the <laughs> pinnacle right there for just character work in combat. He, he he most certainly is, but thank you very much for being with us here, Robert and Vanessa. We could not be happier. So to kick things off, let's go back to the beginning for a few minutes here. What would you say, and I'll start off with you, Vanessa, ladies first, some of your favorite movies or TV series when you were growing up? <laughs> uh, no one ever adds a TV series. That's actually that's that's, pretty good. That is good. Um, growing up, I was more uh, Titanic. Everyone knows that Titanic is actually my favorite movie of all time. Um, uh, Scream. Scream was one of them that I would pop into the VHS all the time. Watch that. That was great. Um, even though I was I wasn't like old enough to watch it, I watched it anyways. And then the I remember my, <laughs> my neighbor dressing up as Ghostface, and it like freaked me out. And the way that their house is is like they have no gate on either side of the house, so I literally was running around the whole house, like on the outside as. Uh, my neighbor was chasing me because he was playing Ghostface, and it was the scariest thing in my life. Was he really time. short too? I, no, so he just... was tall. Oh damn! Okay, that's even <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I had a Ghostface uh, outfit too when I was younger. For TV shows, I guess majority of the time I'd be watching the Batman animated series. Mm. That was one that I would watch the most, and then it went into Batman Beyond after that because I wanted to watch that. Movies were everything in my life. 80s. I mean, it and was. Boy Meets World. I love Boy Meets World. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of Boy Meets World. For me, the school sitcom was Saved by the Bell. I mean, that one was every day you get home from school, Saved by the Bell is on. And that was, you know, early 90s, late 80s. And then, of course, 80s. It was Ghostbusters. Constantly watching Ghostbusters cartoons with G.I. Joe. I mean, it was playing the games. Or not the games. It was playing with the toys and making your own world. And then Nintendo came out, of course, then you got the games. But when it came down to it, man, I, it was 80s comedies and movies I should not have been watching, Revenge of the Nerds, Bachelor Party. Like we, like many kids growing up in the 80s and 90s, our VHS tapes usually had three or four movies that you could record and cram into one VHS. So it was constant, you know, you had some movies that were probably not, Kid friendly. I had Nightmare Before Christmas on one with Practical Magic, and then um, Tango and Cash was like another one in there. Like it was the three of them in one VHS. But yeah, man, it was a huge amalgamation of movies. I think that's why we were forged. And I, I bet you can understand that. I bet anybody who is a Schmodown competitor can understand that, where it's just, you know, it's a big group. Asking us what our favorite movie is, is, you know, well, it's a loaded question. No, yeah, that is that is for sure. But full disclosure, just a little peek behind the curtain. I've been watching movies since the tender age of four, and one of the first movies, if not the first movie I ever saw in theaters, Robert and Vanessa, was 
Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. It's a good one. It's a great, great, great one for just, you know, quoting and conversation. The pre-fight donut, Andres and I were battling it out in FCL and the pre-fight donut, man. I think I got to pick one up so we can have one of those. I got to talk to Andres. Oh, pre-fight donut? I, I know, right? Seriously. What's wrong, yeah, with having a pre, what's wrong with having a pre-fight donut every now and again? It's, it's, it's sugary. It's delicious. I mean, it depends on the donut. It though, gives so. you short-term energy. Yeah, by <laughs> round two, I'm all like crashing over here, which is usually where I uh, fail is in round three. So we shall see how that plays out. That, that wasn't true against Jeff Snyder, though. I think I got my three and my five. And there were some tough ones, too. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> really, we couldn't tell from this side of the uh, studio. I should say, I'm terrified. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm excited. It it comes with the it comes. You're with terrified. The I'm more terrified. I'm doing this by myself. It's true. This is her first this single. My first thing by myself. That's true. Yeah, because I went in with the singles with Jeff, and it was a, g- a great match. Other than me forgetting two big names that I don't see them as actors. I just see them as characters. But when it comes down to taking that plunge into solo, yeah, this is your first time. And for me, it was going up against Jeff, who we know very well. We're friends with Jeff. Mm -hmm. And you're going up with someone you have no idea. Tom (laughs) Chaka. Jimmy Chonga something? I don't know. Jimmy uh, Changas? Jimmy, I'm sorry. We don't mean to butcher your last name competitor who is unnamed. But anyway, your next so the next thing I want to ask, you know, we talk about movies and TV series. Sometimes when you go when you get a chance to go to certain events, you get a chance to meet some of your favorite actors, meet some of your favorite TV stars, or maybe even comic book writers or artists. We don't know. What was your first Comic Con, guys? God, that's a great question, too. Man, you guys are killing it. Uh our first was actually Phoenix Comic Con. Um, more so Phoenix Fan Fest. That mm-hmm. was the one that we went to, and it was a little bit smaller, but yet they had it at the University of Phoenix Stadium where the mm-hmm. Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals play. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was the first time. And so, like, th- and the reason why we went is because uh, some of our favorite, like, old Doctor Who doctors were going, mm-hmm. and we're like, this is like a really good opportunity to meet them because I feel like we probably will never meet them if we don't go. Uh, so we went and we got to meet um, um, Paul McGann, Colin Baker, and Colin and Baker. Paul McGann. And it's, it was great. I mean, that's that's what gets us, you know, so motivated to go to these things. It's just those opportunities that you typically will never come uh, have. You'll never have them in life other than going to these conventions. And I had like the best experience with Colin Baker too because I told him that he his intro, like when he first like. The first thing that he said as the doctor was actually my like text tone that I had on my phone. And he's like, oh, I'll create a new one for you. He says, would you like a fresh one? And we're like, what? And I was like freaking out. Dude, he filmed or he, we re-recorded. He was all we were all nervous trying to get the record going on the phone. And he's much older, and he's like, "No, you just have to hit." Like, so he's all telling us what to hit to get the record going on the phone. Yeah. And then, yeah, he did the the opening line of his doctor in text form, which in the the show it's changed, my dear, and not from not a what change my dear for what it seems, not a moment too soon. That's the one. And then he said, instead of saying change, he says, it's a text, my dear. And for what it seems on a moment too soon, to and I, I still have it, but to this day. I haven't used it yet, but I still have it. Or maybe it is. I don't know. My phone is usually on mute. But if you're talking <laughs> about the big meet and greets, mm-hmm. um, I mean, 
we kind of, before the pandemic, the last Phoenix Comic Con we went to, it was a double dose of amazing. Yes, we got to uh, meet Paul Rubens and Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, Jeff Goldblum was amazing. He was just like singing, like at like uh, doing his little like jazz like scat the whole time. It was great to us. <laughs> like he's humming and and he's like coming over and like puts his arms around us and he's still all like jazzing out singing and we're like, oh my god, this is Ian Malcolm singing to me. And then of course uh, Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman. We've gotten to see Pee Wee Herman a few times, but. That was when we actually got to actually like we saw him twice because we got a picture with him. And then we also got him to autograph a huge poster that we have of uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. So we got to kind of interact with him twice in in the same weekend. Dude, Pee Wee and I had a moment when we were waiting in line before we got the autograph. You think you have a moment. He was just like blankly looking. He doesn't know what he saw. We had a moment. So Mm -hmm. he's up there at the table. Yeah. And Paul Rubens isn't the most energetic and enthusiastic guest. Right. He's he's there. It's a paycheck. He knows you love Pee Wee. He knows you're going to pay for Pee Wee. And damn right, I'm going to pay for Pee Wee. Mm -hmm. Uh, So (laughs) I'm just staring at him because he's right Mm -hmm. there. It's all you can do when you're in line. You're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. That's Pee Wee Herman. You're going through the memories of the movies and the culture. Well, I'm staring at him. And he does a thing where he, like, crosses over and he lets out a huge yawn like and right when halfway through he looks dead in my eyes and he keeps yawning and i just like keep staring at him like smiling and then he's all like and then he turns away and it's because i saw him yawn and i we made that connection mid yawn and then it just goes from a stop to stop of the yawn to like and uh i melted I died. I feel like also too. I love that story. Probably one of the ones, <laughs> and we never got to meet them because I feel like it was really, really expensive to meet these these actors. Son of a bitch! But we, we had the opportunity. We were, we did get to see them in a panel, and that was uh, Chris Evans, Anthony mm-hmm. Mackie, yeah, uh, and Tom Holland. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, and like the Spider Man crew, Jeez. Yeah, like they were all there, and we got to see them like in a in a uh, panel. panel panel. Yeah, they were in a panel. Uh, together and Stanley was there too. Stanley, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we could have taken you know a picture meet. And, and we were walking them. around and we got to see like close up Anthony Mackie at his at his table, right and we were just like staring and hopefully that we wouldn't like bump into somebody because we're like, hey, look, it's Anthony Mackie. They're popping right now. It was too. a lot of fun. Jeez, Louise, getting to see Pee Wee Herman and life uh, finds, finds a way. way in the same yeah. shot. Like that's <laughs> right. Oh man, that those is... vlogs! Those vlogs are available on our channel, so you can see those before and after the moments of when we uh, met them. We chronicle, man. We chronicle all those experiences uh, because we we can't really remember the ones before we were chronicling, right. you know. And you want to go back to those amazing meet and greets, those moments, and you know, it's uh, it's definitely something that we're thankful for that you know technology allows us to be able to do that, and other people get to experience it with us as well. What about you? Biggest celebrity. Who did you meet? 
Oh my gosh, for me, I've met some uh, some big fish over the years I have. I think one of my highlights for me would be getting a picture with Doc Brown in front of an actual DeLorean and yep. a background of the clock tower in that same shot. And I spoke at it, I got his, my question was answered at his panel because I asked him, you know, <laughs> one-on-one. So Christopher Lloyd was a big one. Huge. Yeah. Huge. We got that to see him one. as well. Didn't meet him, didn't get a picture. Uh, we saw the panel. That's also in a vlog too. Um, but yeah, man, that's, that's, that's a pinnacle actor of our childhood character. When he's gone, he is gone. And you just have to meet some of these or, or be in the presence of some of these legends and Christopher Lloyd, a hundred percent is on that Mount Rushmore of uh, celebs that you just got to meet. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Chris Roloy was one of them, and then meeting the original Red Ranger, Austin St. John, who played Jason on Mighty Morphin, that was a big deal, because oh, yeah. 93, guys, 93 was a great year for us, wasn't it? Jurassic Park, Power Rangers, a lot of dinosaurs running around. Yep. Um, it was fun. And was school, fun. school, I think, really kind of was the, the melting pot of all that fandom, because everybody was talking about it. Everybody was buying the toys. Everybody was trying to buy the toys. I had a uh, Power Ranger at my birthday. Nice. Aww. Yeah. I went, Aww. I went to a, like a couple birthdays. The yellow Ranger and the pink Ranger. There you go. And then the green Ranger came to. Oh shit. Oh <laughs> no. Dragon, Dragon Zord. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay. No. People I always wonder, how can you play Ranger. the flute when you're wearing a mask? It's like, well, it's, <laughs> I don't know. It's power Rangers logic guys. Yeah. I mean, at least the mask got lit. So you could. Yeah. So to speak. Work. So to speak. But yeah, those were those were some of the highlights. And also, growing up on reruns of Reading Rainbow, I met Lavar Burton. Oh, that was nice. Cool. I love Lavar Burton. Did you yeah. just like we can go twice as high? Exactly. I had him sign one of my Reading Rainbow books that I still had from when I was a child, and that book was called Kate Shelley and the Midnight Express. Dude, that's huge when it impacts you that much to right. where you, you remember the book. I don't remember any of the books, but I do remember my first interaction with like filming. Mm -hmm. Or at least trying to review, review on camera. Oh yeah, uh, and Kids it was critics. it was no that that was you know the critics. film side, but that was writing. Like uh, I would have to write it and then say it over the phone, and then they would put it in the paper. Huh. But with the with the reading rainbow man, it was like our teacher. I think it was third grade, and they were trying to get us to learn how to analyze and critique and be able to form your emotions and what you feel about something into words. So they use reading rainbow and we would watch reading rainbow like a lot. It was like a big project. <laughs> and so, and I was already watching reading rainbow off and on when I put on PBS. Cause I was on PBS quite a bit when I was a kid. I love reading rainbow. A lot of people were. Yeah. And so then dude, we studied reading rainbow, studied LeVar Burton, studied just how these kids were doing it. And then we had to do it. So we had to find a book. We had to read it. We had to do the reading rainbow thing and critique what we thought about the book on camera. Like they brought a camera and had us, you know, film these things to, I, I guess it helped man, because it definitely formed some sort of analysis type of cognitive thinking in my brain that got me to approach my love for movies and books and stuff, games and, and toys uh, way back when. And it was because of reading rainbow. So yeah, that's that's pretty much where I could pinpoint where it did start. So it obviously had an impact on me. I just don't remember any of the books, but I remember the the technique that is uh, the greatness of LeVar Burton and Reading Rainbow. For sure. And if you ever want to go back and find out what some of those books were, some of the episodes are available on our good friends at YouTube. Hashtag not a sponsor. Damn, but nice. 
Yeah, there you go. That's how I found Kate Shelley and Midnight Express. I can rewatch it, relive my childhood. Nice. Thanks, YouTube. Cool. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Anyway, Vanessa, just to give you a little bit of a scream uh, uh, throwback, I did meet Roger Jackson, the voice of Ghostface. I did meet him. Nice, nice fella. Granted, when you hear his voice, it's terrifying. Yeah. But <laughs> when you meet him in person and you see all these different things that he's done in his career, it's like, oh, so you weren't just a horrifying serial killer and scream okay <laughs> surprise sydney yeah you've done a million other things besides that iconic voice that we all right? watching as or listening to i should say as a kid but so moving forward into the future here robert and vanessa who do you hope to meet when conventions reopen it's endless i would it love is. to meet any of the crew from what we do in the shadows oh yeah that's ex that's where my mind is went. yeah that. we have a poster in our in our living room here and that's where i went and i would love to meet taiko atiti yeah that would be amazing show or movies um, by the way yeah jemaine clement like any oh yeah them. matt barry matt barry freaking uh, uh, colin, colin robinson, robinson mark Proch. Yeah. yeah i we got to meet guillermo from uh what we do in the shadows yeah. uh mm -hmm. the tv series on fx and it was san diego Comic -Con. san diego comic-con dude just walking around going to the what we do in the shadows uh experience what do they call those the activations. activations and we're walking right up that you can you can see all this in the vlog from san diego comic-con on our channel in line about to go into this experience and guillermo walks up and starts doing photo ops right there on the side of the building and we're like mm -hmm. oh we run over and the season finale had just ended and a huge huge thing happens with his character so being up there and talking to him as an actor, Harvey Guayan, and just talking to him and saying, oh my God, this happened in your, and, and he's like, yeah, you watched, like, he's so excited that you know, you know, you're not just like, oh, are you famous? No, we know what you've done and it's, it's brilliant. And not a lot of people know about it because it just happened. And so that was an amazing moment. But anyone from what we do in the shadows of the show or would, the movie. I still really want to meet David Tennant. That's like one of my top, top. Purple man. That and he's my favorite doctor in Doctor oh. Who. So, uh, Pam or Matt Smith, I would love to meet Matt Smith too, but more so David Tennant. It's, yeah, there's there's or anyone in Mondulous. the MCU maybe. Like, I would just like to meet Bob Iger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's well, true. I would like to meet Bob Iger. I'm sure there's a few questions a lot of us would like to ask uh, Mr. Bob Iger one day. Um, I don't know if I would ask him anything. I'd just be like, thanks, man. You held that ship together pretty well for, for as long bit. as you did. We appreciate what you oh, what yeah. you did. That too. In, in, in reigniting our the fandom so we can keep loving them. Yes, a lot of heartache when it comes to that. But Baby Grogu is the shit. And we got the Mandalorian. And I'm happy for that. They brought us Favreau, Favreau and Filoni together. Like there's oh, just- Oh, I would like to meet Favreau. Feige and what Feige's achieving once he lost Perlmutter. you like looking in a mirror. People say he looks <laughs> John like John Favreau. Favreau. I got oh, it really? my whole life. I get it my whole life. Our weight fluctuates the same too, so. <laughs> We're very- Or uh, Mosby, is that his name? Ted? I don't know, Ted Mosby. Have you met my Ted. friend, Ted? From, from how I met, how I get I met that your a mother. Lot he too. gets that a lot. I think you get that a lot. <laughs> really? Wow. So I guess if that means if you're Favreau, does that mean I get to be your best friend, Trent, in uh, the in the reboot of Swingers? Can I be your best friend? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Why not? You, yeah, they would reboot you, that thing you because you know what? Because you know what, Robert? You're so money, you don't even know it. Don't even know it, man. You're so money. <laughs> yeah. Well, both of you are because you're both from LTTP, some of the greatest people in the world. So yeah, you're both. You're so money, you just don't even know it. We're getting there. 
<laughs> we're getting there. <laughs> we're trying, man. It's it's uh it's uh, it's definitely a, an experience, an experience that I never would have thought that we would be able to uh, uh, achieve and maintain because we quit at one point. The channel did quit. Uh, no, 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 no. We really we we just stopped, just... and a long time went by. So it wasn't like it we're was not going to do it anymore. Very beginning, we we tried to so we we tried to do vlogging mm -hmm. uh, when we went to Disneyland, and that was right. kind of like our first one because we went to D twenty three the same year. Yeah, and it didn't really pan out very well there, and we were kind of like, uh, I don't know how we're going to do this. And then mm -hmm. uh, the first trailer, or not the first trailer, but the the final trailer. Yeah, yeah, the final trailer for the Force Awakens, the big one, came Ooh, out. Yeah, and we're like, oh well, we got to do this, and then that kind of reignited the spark uh, for us. No, it, it, it basically we figured out what we were and who we were and how we were mm -hmm. going to approach it. Right, and it's it just. It, and then it be, then you get in and then the workload becomes ridiculous and that's when we got out. It, 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 we stuck, we didn't make any content for a while because like we were doing trailer reactions, trying to get the edit. Somebody else was editing for us because we didn't know how. Mm -hmm. uh, Travis from late to the late to the party, better late, better than, never. late than never. Scott, my buddy Scott, was editing for us in the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And once you realize, like, oh damn, if you're going to get into content creation, you got to kind of be consistent. You got to come out. People want to hear what you have to say about the latest, whatever it is you're covering. And yeah, like we did end up seeing the the workload crush us to the point where we stopped for well over a month. It feels. Mm -hmm missed a bunch of trailers missed just what was going on and uh yeah that's where if you just trudge forward and even though you don't have a lot of views or you don't have a lot of subscribers like we did like it was okay what are we gonna do to be able to maintain the workload and it basically it came down to you got to learn how to edit the exactly only way it's going to work yep we got to learn how to edit so we did the two of us both learned how to do our trailer. And it doesn't take much. It really isn't a whole lot. And that's why when I see what you guys put together coming out, it's like, look at you're starting to put this stuff together. Next thing, you maintain the content, the guests, the, the consistency, the FCL and Schmodown, whether you're um, an after show or reaction channel, it is so much work because there is so much content to cover. And if you can bear that load, uh, of of work that's just crushing on you. You just got to make it work. You got to figure out to streamline it and make it work. And essentially, the passion and the reward and the 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 fandom that kind of unites behind you is what really drives that forward. So yeah, like I said, we're trying, man. Like it it it's it's busy. It's busy every Thursday night. Thanks to Disney Plus, I'm overnighting now. I keep working <laughs> through the night, through oh the morning. Gosh. Don't go to bed till maybe six or seven. Bunch Ouch. of other channels doing it too. We're Woo. that's us putting our work in to try and get ahead uh, to be able to be seen. So you gotta you either go to a market where nobody's covering it, which right now you are in the the prime push forward of, of <laughs> FCL. Like you guys are the first Twitter that I saw pop up was your guys' Twitter before I ever saw the official. FCL MTS Twitter. So you go into a market where nobody's there and you become, that's what we do with the Schmodown, Schmodown yeah. reactions. Um, or you, uh, I forgot what I was saying. What was I talking about? FCL. Or you stay in the back and not 
be seen. That wasn't where I was going to go. But being dedicated, know, being dedicated to your work, Robert. Is that it? Passioned. Hold on. Did I check all the boxes? Work being hard. Dedicated. Work hard. Consistent. Work hard. You're, yeah. I know you guys are trying to get me back on track. It was good. <laughs> no, it's hard work. It really is. It's hard work. And we, we do appreciate every content creator that comes out yeah. for and in support of this game. Um, because it's, it's, uh, oh, now I remember what I was saying. There you go. <laughs> you had to get that. No, it was, or you do it first. Right. It's, it's you take over a market that nobody's mm -hmm. doing it and make an impact or you're doing it before everybody because there's a wave coming. And if there's mm -hmm. a wave coming, you're up at six in the morning, hitting those trailer reactions, getting them out, um, which we're not. Um, but if it's a show, we sure as hell are up at that time, getting it out as quick as we can. So, you know, there's uh, there are some advantages to um, being early to the party yeah. and especially on YouTube. And mm -hmm. so that's why, you know, late to the party, we get it. It's ironic. It doesn't, it doesn't, was more so the reason because we were late to the YouTube party. Yep. That, that's, that's honestly what late to the party is. Everybody was doing everything we already were doing way before us. And right. like, like most content creators, you see what others are doing and you get inspired. And you're like, I can do that. I, I, that's easy. You're like Galahad running up to the bridge. Blue, no, yellow. Uh, you, you, you think like I can do this, and you do. A lot of people, man, they get in, they do it better, and you're like, damn it, how did I inspire you to be so good? And they just, you know, a hundred thousand subscribers later. Um, but I mean, if you work hard, like just look at our channel, man. If yeah. you just keep doing it, um, it it will just the number just keeps going up, and sometimes it crawls, and sometimes it leaps. But I tell you, the number just keeps going up if you just keep plugging away at it, no matter what channel you are. Yeah. It's fair to say Motivational Speeches 101 coming this fall to a YouTube channel near you by Robert Montano. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're <laughs> outside of having access to your favorite movies or TV series on physical media, because clearly I can see the pyramid of pyramid of pyramid of entertainment behind you. Yes, it's ridiculously good looking. It's better than anything I got in this man cave closet to my left. <laughs> we'll talk more about that later. So outside of having that physical media access to your favorite movies or TVs, what do you enjoy collecting that's from your favorite movies or TVs? Is it NECA figures? Is it Funko Pops? What is it? What do you enjoy collecting the most? Uh, it's posters. It's artwork. It's the artwork. Um, we try to get uh, artwork that is not like the generic uh, posters that they create. We like to go mm -hmm. more so with artists that do their own like versions of the right. of the movies and stuff. Like right. right here to my right i have a poster for titanic but it's like uh somebody drew it mm -hmm, and it's mm -hmm. great so it's like old pop style of uh sure. art but no yeah it's it's the artwork and in the beginning it was the movie posters like you would get uh the movie post i worked at uh amc theaters for a very long time boss and yeah so you okay. get your hands on on some good posters now uh -huh. um for instance we've got uh, a cabin in the woods poster that was a part of our backdrop on our set forever and the other one is uh inception and the inception is a, a inception variant like mm -hmm. it wasn't any of the ones where they're all standing on the street or the buildings like it's the one which funny enough is what Brian Ward used when we fought team action, which is they're all kind of different 
you know, mm-hmm. alignments and oh, upside yeah, yeah, down yeah. and stuff. And they he made an amazing poster uh, with us and Team Action using that poster. And I think it was because it was on our back wall. So he knew he's yeah. just receptive that way. Um, but those were the, those are really like the only movie posters that came from a theater. All the other ones eventually they got, you know, moved and then eventually put away. Right. But yeah, the the varying art uh that you mm-hmm. can find at conventions at any of the Comic Cons. Uh we I mean granted we do have like the little like ant stuff stuff like sure. figurines and sure. stuff. Um you mm. know we have a Ashy Slashy back there oh, okay. uh, from Ash versus Ash versus uh, Evil, Evil Dead. Dead, which is uh, I love that puppet. It's, it's great. It's got a. <laughs> it's really. It's got to mean something. Yeah, I sure. guess. Like, yeah. funny. The, funny the, enough, the majority of like all of the Funko Bobs that we have have been given to us. Um, the only time that I ever bought Aww. one was like a Titanic one, and that was it. So. And the reason is, man, is because I see what you're doing, Funko. I know what you're doing. And yes, I can have a hundred boxes that I have to put somewhere of my favorite characters, which I completely get it. You get that collector in you. I collected basketball NBA cards for years. I still have a huge lives. stack of 90s NBA basketball cards. And it's never ending. Like it's a, it's a, it's yeah, I need more than Funko Pops. Like it is a never ending thing. So I just, I quit cold Turkey before it gets bad. Mm-hmm. So I don't buy Funko Pops. I don't buy any of the collector variances of certain things right? because yeah. I know it will never end. And I will just have, unless it looks stuff. cool of something that we can fit in our background. That makes sense. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. Like, you know, getting, uh, back to the future shoes or having yeah. Grogu in the background, um, stuff like sure. that. Yeah, it's it's got a I don't know, and the experience in getting it is is like for one of the Funko Pops that we have is a Conan O'Brien exclusive uh, Funko Pop dress as Spider Man from a San Diego Comic Con mm-hmm. given to us, gifted, gifted to us, gifted by Nerd Chronic by uh, Eric. Eric from oh, by Nerd Chronic. Chronic. Before okay. we yeah. knew who he was. Yeah, before wow. yeah before we became like really really good friends it was more so like hey i'm really good big fans of you i have an extra one here's one it's like one of the conan ones and if you know those ones are pretty exclusive so Mm -hmm, it was mm -hmm. it it was awesome to see and we got it from him at a live event for the schmodown we were holding it backstage after the show and big john schnepp was right there and he saw it and he's like where did you get that? And we're like, we just got it from one of our our fans out here. And he's like, dude, sell it. Yeah, he told <laughs> us to sell it. <laughs> sell it. He's like, it is worth a lot of money. And yeah. that is amazing. And then, and then he shifted over to like, he just gave it to you? Man. He's like, I'll buy it from you. <laughs> You know, like no, not anymore, man. You hyped it up too much. So we were like, really? Like Sorry, I didn't. No. I thought it. I didn't think much of it when he gave it to us, and he told us it was an exclusive. But when Big Shot John Schnepp is on his radar, who at that point we've had amazing conversations with John Schnepp already at a Phoenix Comic Con. Yeah. Year. That's where we felt like we could hang with the crew was when we could talk to John Schnett for a long period of time. Yeah. But that moment, that Funko Pop, 
I have we have that Funko Pop on display. I can look at it right over here next to the <laughs> camera. And that's when I say, like, we've got Funko Pops. They got to mean something. It's the experience that comes with getting it. And then that's when I'll that's when I put it on display. But if it's like, oh, I want this one, this one, this one, this, it's never ending. It, it kind of loses its feel for me. No, I get that. I get that. And it's unfortunate that not all of us got a chance to meet King of the Sweaties himself, Big John Schnepp, because that was a huge, devastating loss for all of us a few years back. Grateful. Yeah. Very grateful, man. Uh, mm -hmm. Definitely hurt across all fandoms. Mm -hmm. it, it was a, a tough loss. But you know what, man? He he helped us. He helped us greatly. It made us, it led us to become friends. He was the first collider. Uh, well, he was the first collider person that we really got to right. talk talk really get to right. talk with versus just a traditional like oh hey how's it going here's a picture thanks like that was he wouldn't let us leave he wouldn't let us leave the table when we walked up we talked to him he'd be like don't go anywhere like when okay else came out yeah invited us well, out later that night chris gore came over we were just talking the whole time chris gore john schnapp vanessa myself uh you can see that vlog available on our <laughs> channel as well chronicled it chronicled the experience man it's uh it's phoenix comic-con vlog that we shot uh and yeah. that's when we knew hey we could do this we can do this we made up for the horrible d23 vlog which you can see all the d23 vlogs we've done since then also available on our channel where we met more heroes um and the and the moment that i hold dearest from d23 was the texting back and forth with christian harloff and then running into the crew on the floor in vlog. You can see it go down in the vlog. And it was a complete 180 of when we first met them at D23. It was that and the fact that like there were other people too that came up and they're like, oh, are you late to the party? Like we want to, it was the weirdest like experience, but it was still fun. When we first met Mark and Christian at D23, we also met John Roca that time. Uh, and then we met Mark Riley in front of Star Tours at Disneyland. Oh, yeah. uh, dude, like it was, it was a hell of a weekend. But with D23, the interaction that we had with Christian and Mark was like, Oh my God, there's Christian and Mark from the Collider, you know, from AMC Movie Talk. It's the very first time that we met From him. the Schmoes. And we're like, uh, and they were sitting down. And as soon as we walked up, they stood up and they did the meet and greet. And Mark, Mark is the one that like dances the conversation yeah. because somebody from, I think it was like IGN no, came it was, over. It was um, Nerdist. Nerdist. Nerdist came over and Christian mm -hmm. did the, and then talk shop. Yeah. Business. Talk shop. And business. Mark, Ellis, is the business. Yeah, Ellis held the conversation. What do we see? Anything cool? Cool. Thank you. And then Christian, right back for the goodbye. Nice to meet you guys. Enjoy. Picture. Picture. <laughs> and then went on in. D23, after late to the party has been formed, when we tried to form it back then, didn't work. Late to the party formed. We see them. And... They were talking to somebody. We walk up. Christian goes to us, business, talking, hanging out, whatever. Goes back, takes the picture with them, back with us. And then it's like the crazy thing that we are now the nerdist people coming up and talking. Where it's like, oh, I really know who you are. And then, okay, now we're back to the... It, it was an amazing 180 moment as fans of the schmoes the schmodown amc movie talk collider video like all that it was who that that's that's one of those celebrity moments too that i'll put up there for meaningful interactions from conventions
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jeez. I don't know whether you're trying to tell another incredible story, plug your channel, or make everyone in this room outside of the studio jealous. Can I'm it not be, sure. can, it, can it be all? I, I mean, mean, it's, it's both. It's, both? Both it is can, good. It's it can be yours is what I'm saying. It can be anybody's. It mm -hmm. can. It is possible. So whatever it is that they're all, you know, w wanting to get, to see, Craving. to experience. Yeah. yeah. As long as you're not a deviant. You can make it happen. Don't be a creeper. <laughs> Don't be a creep. That's I, yeah, <laughs> boy. That's a PSA for you. So <laughs> in my line of work, man, I see a lot of PSAs. So I work in television and uh, like television, like local television, local like programming news. and all that stuff, you know. And and woo, PSAs. I see some garbage television. I tell you, mm. <laughs> I see some crap. I see so some how, good shit. Though. So how were the two, I'm just curious, and you probably already answered it, but I'm going to ask it anyway. So going back, how were you first introduced to the Schmodown? What was the first match you remember seeing or reacting to? And then what was it like when you got the phone call from the chairman saying, hey, I want you guys to come to the big show, the MTS. What do you think? Um, well, we started watching it back when it was during the Schmo's No show. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, you know the um the whole thing with tiffany smith and uh, absolutely finn stock. finn stock all of that good stuff and then you know Bobby them Gucci. Doing, uh -huh. yeah them doing the the tournament the there tournament, yeah. uh so that's kind of like where we that did that and then our first reaction wasn't until like season four I don't remember. It's it's so it's so long. And the thing is, is we can just go back on YouTube and find out when it was and what the first one was. That's the glory again of technology and chronicling your life. Yeah. When it comes to the, yeah, the first ones, I don't remember which first match it was, but it was Ultimate Schmodown on the Schmoes No movie show. So uh, and I that remember the, the tag. The tag. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about reacting. Oh. I'm talking about watching. Like that reacting. was when I was like definitely into the tag team, you know, tournament as well sure. when Schnepp was there. Uh, and I, I, I just, we had been watching, we had been fans the entire time from the Schmoes No movie show leading up to the call. And, and I don't remember exactly when the call happened. It was right at, right after spectacular of season three so it should have been season four when yeah, we started um it was like in the middle of february march it was like before the free roll was happening um and we got and we were doing reactions beforehand and then we got an email i always tell the story you could tell the story i want to see how your reaction well anyways we got an email and i was at work she took it it anyways. makes sense that <laughs> i do it because i start with the conversation with that but we were i was at work i saw an email from christian saying what when are you in la next and then he was still sleeping because i was working really really early and i was like freaking out i couldn't like work the rest of the day i was like i can't i can't do this um and then you finally woke up and like and then you can tell the rest of the story. Heart, heart dropped. <laughs> heart sank. I was like, "Holy crap! How are we gonna?" And it was, it was so simple. Like just the when you in LA. That's that's all it said. Christian kept it very minimal. When you in LA. And so me, I'm like, "Oh my god, D23 is like the only next possibility uh, to be able to to do anything because that's when we're going to California. Because you don't just go to California." Uh, or, Nobody just goes to California. Well, right? unless like, unless unless you're the wizard and you're competing in video Armageddon. 
<laughs> right, but you don't do it consistently and often. No, you don't. But yeah, you're, you're going you know, 100%. And we do stop at the Cabazone Diners. And it, dinos. You can check out that freaking vlog on our channel. Um, and it was, it was in 2017, so it was mm. the year that we were going to go to uh d23 anyway sure. so we're like so that's right. when we're like oh we're gonna be in california at this time and he's like oh that, that's pretty he's like that's pretty far away and i was like oh my god this is it or like, like we're pretty busy or something and um we're like Other he's like how that? about next week uh, yeah and then he like messages like well do you guys want to come next week for the free-for-all because they were recording it at the time mm -hmm. and it yeah it was literally the next weekend and we were at first we were like no, we, we have jobs we have the jobs that we have to go to we can't we can't do we can't go uh uh it's probably not possible right. um and it it really was uh i think the only reason why we did say too is because we our friend travis he was like let's do it let's go i'll drive and it was the part where he was like, I'll drive. I'm like, okay, maybe we can do this. So then I like had to, I like messaged my student like, hey, can I get this day off? Can I? And then they were like, cool with it. So it, it was really down to that. And then we were like, okay, I guess we're doing this. That moment when you just, you say yes, even though the, everything tells you to say no. You, yeah, you start, you say yes. And then now you have to figure out how to get to that yes. Like and, right. how to get it. Logistically. And yeah. it was tough. It was it was not an easy mm -hmm. uh, feat to overcome, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. we did it all while filming it, the experience, and it was, you know, just a, a, a an incredible opportunity to work through that no and turn it into a yes, and not just a yes, but something that would be a consistent thing for us ever since then, you know, minus the pandemic was going to Los Angeles, leaving here, hanging out with nerd chronic, becoming friends with them. So it really was like, we knew we were opening a door. And I think that's what was daunting when Christian asked, you know, come next week and many, many other, you can see many other fans and, and Schmodown uh, diehards are making these trips like they are flying they're going to dallas or wherever where was it el paso where was san antonio damn i'm just dropping all that yeah, i think it, i think it, i think it was in houston i think houston. it was in houston because I'm that's where, about where everybody and like houston. the call to actions from like everybody's from texas the yeah. adams is freaking brad Fanatics. And yeah brad yeah. so i'm starting to think like wait where was the match because they're all over texas yeah. But you see them, they just travel, and we're, we're the ones that travel to L.A. You have some that go to New York. You have some that go to Florida. Atlanta. Absolutely. And it's it's you see this migration. And I think that's, you know, Arizona. Arizona really had a, a, a huge migration that moves over to Phoenix when it comes to – or moves over from Phoenix – to Los Angeles when it comes to the Schmodown live events. And now we've got our own little cluster here in Tucson. PJ Campbell, writer for the Schmodown, lives <laughs> down the road. Chance Ellison, Tim Franco. Like, Cobra. Absolutely. Yeah. Chance Ellison never even knew he was in the same town. And being in the Schmodown, you hear about these people that are making waves in the fan leagues. And you've got, you know, Chance, Ell Chance Ellison. Is that his last name? Yes. Yeah, it is. I almost it said is. Ellis, I mean, and I was like, Mark Ellis? <laughs> no, Chance. no, no. A.K.A. the Cobra. Yeah. Chance is my friend. Chance Chance and I know each other very well. Uh, he's Chance. He's Chance to me. I don't, I don't. That's why I forget actors' names so much in the Schmodown, uh, because to me, he's a character. 
he's chance like that's oh. who he is he, you know he's yeah. a, a great guy and he's another guy that got that call yeah. so all these We're, people getting those calls man it's uh it, it truly is a a call to arms i don't know it's crazy you're getting one of the one of the few in. individuals who can wear a black leather jacket and a pair of shades and kick ass while doing it in tucson in a hundred and some degrees oh, as yeah. well he does it all the time that's his <laughs> that's just that's, that's just jam. him <laughs> he just wears it <laughs> we go to the movie we get like these screenings that we go to for cinemark all the time and chance still shows up in the the entire every time every, every time. time and it's great He's he's got that look Every time. By the way, our producer just whispered in my ear, IGN v. Nerdist was your first Schmodown reaction video, guys. There we go. And that's a good one to jump into because yeah. those are two very big names, you know, IGN and Nerdist. But right. honestly, the only reason we did actually finally pull the trigger, it wasn't a specific match. We, yeah, I mean, we actually wanted to do start do reactions for Spectacular. Like, that's when we were like that. But we felt like... Um, like we couldn't do it. Like we would had to ask and we didn't know like how to ask um, to make it seem like it. I don't know. It was just like a, you know, as reactors, you get a lot of crap for uh, siphoning off somebody right. else's creativity. That's why we primarily stick to trailers and TV shows and, and now movies thanks to HBO max. But uh, so we tend to kind of stay away from other content creators content because right. we don't want to be like oh we're taking views somebody Always might watch them. it on ours instead of watching watch it there yeah. and so we just we didn't feel right doing it mm -hmm. and when it came to uh we wanted to ask we did want to ask i i was going to ask a lot when we saw them i think at at uh d23 but uh i was working up to maybe asking uh and and he ended up putting out the call to reactors on the Facebook group. Yeah. That was it. That, that was like, there it is. There's our thing. There's our call to the golden to ticket. <laughs> Next yeah. match was, was up and it helps man, because anybody who's thinking about getting into YouTube and then putting together a Schmodown reaction, because it's an over an hour long, it's not an easy uh, video to put together quickly. And when we ended up uh, taking on the Schmodown, we were already a well-oiled machine and in reactions and getting them produced and so it it hit the ground running like immediately boom well here's your, your schmodown reaction we answered the call and we answered it instantly in in good quality so they're like ah well okay well here's our schmodown reactors that we're just gonna watch because this is it this is this is who is here this is like the primary reaction channel for the schmodown now and it ended up cementing us quickly into the Schmodown League. But yeah, it wasn't until Christian put out that call. He had he not put out that call, we never we probably would have eventually, but it, it definitely It would have been later. It would have been much later. Right. So again, everything just happened uh at, at, the, at the moment it was supposed everything just happened so fast. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was the call to action from Christian why mm. we did it. No, absolutely, absolutely. And going into your first match, and I know you've chronicled you've chronicled all the, all your journeys and amazing uh, things that you've done on your channel. And you keep plugging them religiously. I understand. I'm excited plug, about them. I, you're, I, you're, I, you're a plug machine, brother. I, can't I love them. That, I, I, I I do love those experiences, man. Yeah. Like the team action experience. Like I am so glad because, dude, you're tired and you don't want to turn on the camera and you don't want to have to be blah, 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 in someone's face. But man, I those experiences, dude. I'm so glad we have them. 
of just for me, it's home movies. It's home movies for us. Yeah. Not not just plugging our videos. It's yeah, I want you to watch my home movies. You guys want to see one of my videos? I'm like <laughs> Uncle Rico putting the video on, and you're just watching me. I could throw a football uh. over them mountains. This is when I did throw a football over them mountains, you know, with these matches. <laughs> I see what you did there. So with your first moment, your first match, you walk into the arena, you're getting to see the crew, the members, and who you're going to be going up against in your first match. What was it like walking out on the biggest stage in movie trivia history, the movie trivia showdown in general, being in front of, this is just my own mind, being in front of 20,000 people in an arena like they do in pro wrestling, because I grew up watching pro wrestling. This is where my mind comes in. You walk into this arena full of 20,000, not really, but I'm just imagining <laughs> it. 20,000 people, and you're in your first match. How did it feel? Um, <laughs> trying to go back to how I feel because it felt like it happened so fast. And then after it was done, it was like, wait, what did I just do? It kind of was just like a, a, a blur. An awesome blur yeah. that happened. Um, I was nervous. I, I remember being nervous and excited, but, um, more so like having to, um, answer questions in front of like actually be there on the, on the stage. But like once we were able to, it, and it was just like that first jitters of going out and stuff. But once we were at the desk at the, at the thing, then it, it was like, okay, I'm good. I could do this, but it was, it was a lot of fun. I am so glad that we got to go there and experience the free for all before we yeah. had to compete because yeah. that the nerves of going the first time and all that, like definitely, were experienced for the free for all and we didn't even compete and having if we had to combine that with that first match holy crap yeah. i could only imagine how it feels for others that go and do it um but going and doing that first match it was more so like oh we're we're, we're putting on a show like this is a production we get to go first and you know someone else gets and you kind of feel like all right it's our hit time like you feel like you're in it you're you're involved and you've got a duty that you need to pull off we got to do our pre-interview okay let's uh do someone else's pre-interview we'll do this first and you're getting directed around what you need to do christian chris that's the best thing about christian and i guess it could be a downside too depending on who it is that comes in because some people need direction and other people's just wing it other people's people's is people's muppets take manhattan uh i grew up on that movie too right it's so good we <laughs> christian didn't tell us anything he didn't need to, and he even says it in the the actual match where he's like i love that i don't have to tell them what to do where to go they, they just get it know. yeah and when we did our uh team action pre-interview yeah. like you're this is it like I got the microphone in my hand and you just, you, we're about to go. This is a start. This is where it's all happening. Cause you do a little meet and greet. Hello team action. Nice to meet you. Amazing guys. Andrew guy and Ben Bateman. So, yeah. so friendly, so loving. And yeah. then they put on those sunglasses and they're, and then they become awesome. the greatest, some of the best villains in the history <laughs> right. of the showdown. Right. But no, man, one of, one of the best parts too is like for f first thing talking, doing the whole intro, we nailed it in one take. Yeah. Done. Nice. And Christian's like, all right, great. We got it. <laughs> Thank <Done>. God. Finished. <laughs> Thank you. Like I did, we, we, we did what we needed to do. Uh, and from then on, right before you walk through that curtain is like the second wave. I think of, uh, of nerves. You get a lot of nerves in this game. And the second one was standing behind that curtain, hearing them, hearing the show. You can, picture the show because you've seen it a million times so when mm -hmm. you've got ken and you've got uh christian announcing and the the crowd cheering 
like you're imagining it and we're back there and there's team action and then there's us and we're waiting and I pull out like you at this point we're not talking to each other like they're kind of next to each other we're next to each other and we're just like oh my god we're here we're here I think I remember saying that like can you believe this like we're <laughs> here it's about to happen and she's like yeah. Same thing. We're, we're just so energized. And what I do right before they go out is I pull out the camera and I'm like, the team action. And they're like, and they come over and we have a picture of us, <laughs> the four of us, yeah. right before the match, all smiles across the board. Yeah. So for them, I got them to break a little of their, their character. And now it's mm-hmm. like, oh, but they were willing to do it because it's a show. It's a game. It's, it's fun. You're, you're here to play. Right. It's theater. Yeah. And when you walk through that curtain, I think what takes the nerves off is now you're in, it's weird. Like you're, you become lucid almost to where you see what's happening, but you have complete control over your mannerisms and what you say and where you're looking and what you're not supposed to be doing and where, you know, you don't want to be like looking over here. Like, you know how to navigate this game. And knowing how to navigate the game, I think, helped so much more mm-hmm. with going into a game like this because we knew how it worked. We knew what was next. We knew what we were allotted and what we weren't. And you could see that in the game immediately. You know, I we answer the first question, then the next question. And before I know it, I haven't missed a question. And it's like, is this real? That's where my nerves hit again was like holy crap i i just did a full uh, a complete first round with the bonus question and for me it's like holy crap it's got nowhere to go but down <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like boom second nerves hit because now you're uh you got the wheel coming mm-hmm. and you have no clue how it's going to go and holy crap it landed on the one thing we were we just stuck with yeah, the first action. Should have stuck with action adventure. And I'm so glad we got to hear what their questions were. So we can say, yep, we would have been just fine with action adventure. <laughs> I would have probably gone to multiple choice one time. But other than that, we would have done uh, two points the entire time. But and and the multiple choice was was only because it was one of those. It was uh, what was the nickname for what's her name in Top Gun? And it was Charlie. And I'm like, Charlie? Yeah. Charlie, Charlotte. And I'm like, it's Charlie. And then, but I'm like, I'm not a hundred percent. I'm like, where did Charlie come from? So we probably would have done multiple choice. And then I would have verified that it was Charlie and would have taken the point, but still maybe I would have gone two points and been dumb and been like Charlie. And we would have beat team action. It's just how it was. But instead we spun again. You should have stuck with the first, Andrew Guy says all the time. And I think it is a line that needs to be symbolic for those that spin away and hit something they didn't necessarily want. There's just that whole feeling you get when it's like, shit, I should have stuck with the first. Like, this is going to go way worse. But it didn't. And we got Westerns, the (laughs) one that I was worried about because I didn't study any Westerns. Before we got there. Granted, it was a lot of the ones that we, uh, it was in our wheelhouse type <laughs> <Yeah>. Westerns. <laughs> Those were our questions for the most part. Uh, and yeah, man, the, the the nerves just keep hitting through those those kinds of matches. And when you lose and when you win, two different feelings. You know, the, the post-interview when you lose and the post-interview when you win, they're completely different styles of emotion that you feel inside you. Um, and, you know, we've I 
I can't speak for her. I don't know. But I felt I got to experience the moment of, of feeling like I disappointed people mm. in the Schmodown. And there's the feelings of, oh, my God, I made everyone so happy. And for me, it was like when we lost against the Wolves of Steel, like we were so tired. We had been driving back and forth. We drove back for the first match with critically acclaimed one, came home, then drove back to do it again. And at that point, it was like earlier in the day, we were first on the list. There was nobody really even there. And it's like, oh, this isn't going to go the way we – and mm. Riley played an amazing – Yeah, he played such a good game. Amazing game. And you got Clark Wolf, who I don't think even missed she one. missed one question in the first round. And then stole ours, like yeah. each time stole ours. And then Riley was on fire, got a perfect round in round one. And it's just, you know, you you take – you do the threes. You're like, you know what? I'm not going to play a short game. I'm just going to shoot, miss, shit. Shoot, miss. She stole it again like right. and that's that's what happens and and i remember the feeling afterwards that it's like i was supposed to put on a show this is the ultimate schmo now we're supposed to have a good match and i felt like we, we did it we did it the bracket buster's coming in so getting to feel that all those ranges of emotions with those matches like it's 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 an incredible range that i'm very happy to feel but nothing compares to that first match with team action i can feel those feelings again and then the other ones i'm like well i'll kind of go back to team action again because that's where i felt them the the, the strongest i guess mm. my goodness gracious well i appreciate you sharing that story of what it was like for the first match and then you go and you do these other matches within the mts and then obviously you pull one of the biggest upsets in history by bidding the beast bibiani and ellis from diehard's doppelganger uh, what's his name whitney something whitney seibel <laughs> that's right you know, because I'm sorry, Whitney, but Hans, Bobby, Bobby. I'm your <laughs> white knight. I mean, come on, man. That's oh, that's such a good line in that movie. But yet still, I digress. But anyway, so after you pull this major upset, you do all this crazy and wonderful things within the MTS. And then all of a sudden, everything kind of goes quiet for a while. You're not competing in the MTS as much. Obviously, I know it's a scheduling issue. It's also a logistics issue because you live in the hot, one of the hottest states in the free world known as Arizona, where it's like 150 every other day, I, th I think. Pretty much, yeah. And yeah, so you got that going for you. So you take a little bit of a break for a while. Was it your decision to kind of say, you know what, MTS has been fun, it's been great, but I'm not sure we can really do it anymore? Or was it was it Christian's decision? Was it, was it your guys' decision to kind of put MTS on hold for a while? What was that like? I think it was kind of a, an amalgamation of everything together. You know, you have our jobs and then they had certain things that they wanted to do as far as storylines that didn't really see us fit into that at the moment, um, mm -hmm. which is totally fine. We totally get it uh, for that. So that's kind of like why we laid low there for a, a little bit. And then I think after that, we that then the Wildberries was like the last match that we did. Yeah, it, it, there, the gap, I mean, when you lose in the ultimate Schmodown, you're out for the rest of the year. Like, mm. there's there's nothing that you can do right. because it, the matches are going to head towards titles and then right. spectacular. So unless you're part of a storyline that is popping or you're a belt holder or going for a belt, uh, you're done. You're, you're done the entire time. And we kept doing the Schmodown reactions the entire time throughout all that. So we... We just played the game the way it's supposed to. And if you don't win, you don't get to play anymore, which mm -hmm. honestly, man, right. we were, we were okay with, like, we felt like, okay, we made an impact. We did what we came here to do. Right. It would have been cool if we won, but man, the logistics of coming back three more times, holy crap. 
crap. Like that would have been way harder <laughs> on our already, you know, exhausted and worn out and financially spent uh, group, you know, yeah. because it wasn't just us going all the time. It was Tim and then Ashley and then Travis. So it was, you know, it was kind of tough to be able to achieve that. Plus we didn't have anywhere to stay when we were there. So granted it did get a little easier when we got nerd chronic, uh, uh, joining up with us in just fucking friendship, man. The dude is an incredible guy. Opens up his house to everybody that comes around, oh, wow. and uh, and and the movie couple as well, Wendy and Dustin. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. We when we went the first like three times we went, man, we stayed with Wendy and Dustin. Yeah, um, amazing. We wouldn't have been able to to pull off a lot of what we did in the Schmodown without Wendy and Dustin because we stayed with them every single time. Yeah. When we beat Critically Acclaimed, we were staying with Wendy and Dustin. Team Action, Wendy and Dustin. Yeah. Uh, Wolves of Steel, Wendy and Dustin. So um, we thank them for the ability to be able to do a lot of that stuff right. because there's so much that goes into uh, pulling a trip like this off, let alone having to compete and do all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, we eventually weaned down the schmodown and we even slowed down on the reactions and then stopped doing the reactions. And it came down to schmodown grew, matches grew. Our workload was still busy with the channel. Late to the party was still doing trailer reactions, vlogs, movie reviews, uh, lives. We have full-time jobs, both of us. So all that plus the, the channel that was already being run plus the schmodown growing, it came to a point where we would stick to the main event. So we mm -hmm. would do like spectacular um, or celebrity matches or title matches. And then eventually it, it, it ended up becoming the live events. And I think what ended up changing for us, at least in the schmodown for coverage was uh, once you, once you go to a live event and experience that, that's the coverage you want to do for the schmodown. Like yeah. I, I yeah. can do the daily stuff, but man, it's about doing it there with the crowd and holy crap. The, the, the horseman reveal, yeah. the five horsemen reveal was Whoa. pinnacle. That was huge. Pinnacle. Mm -hmm. Great um, moment too. I still go back and watch that video. That's and insane. it's, it's because it's the people around us, Ethan, uh, um, uh, freaking, uh, trappy Jenkins, like all these people that show <laughs> up to these, uh, events we know them from the events they were fans ethan right. ethan this dude ethan we met there at the live event dude lives here and we've hung out like multiple times because <laughs> of these live events and we just know him from being in the crowd yeah. and it's and you could see him in the background just he's losing it when it happens <laughs> like he's standing up over here and just goes nuts and you know it's those live events are where we want to cover and i feel like just uh knowing how to shoot a live event it, it was a new experience you know it was it was something foreign to us that took mm -hmm. effort and work and and you're vlogging you're vlogging and you're schmodown reacting and you're doing it with the competitors like whoo that's it, it's tough and it's not easy and then after that it was like the pandemic hit and there's no more events and it's like i was even we were talking about it like so which Modown live event do you want to go to this year the one in new york the one in georgia the one like where are we gonna go to like now we're starting to think of you know the traversing let's vlog the traversing of a Schmodown in another uh state yeah so i mean it's not over it, it but it but it has calmed down and i'm so happy with the uh the growth of of everybody's after shows 
that came afterwards. I mean, some of them still running strong. Take three, take three was back when we were there uh, starting out, and there the take three is still a functioning channel doing their thing, man. It passed a, a thousand subscribers. So I mean, yeah. it's 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 cool that you've got the old school, and then you've got the new school, uh, the killing it. Kill, call freaking call to action, man. Call to action. I think was like the the we. They are the Joker to the Batman. We were the Batman. We ignited something that brought call to action, and they came in hot and heavy. And there's yeah. feels like thousands of them. There's so many of them. But yeah, the party isn't over. We're going to keep doing Schmodown reactions. It's just that when something big happens or an event, that's when we'll be back again to uh, do the Schmodown reactions. Hmm. Well, that definitely sounds that definitely sounds like a plan. Now, with MTS, you've had some moments, you had your matches. Now that's behind you now. Now you're looking ahead to something known as the FCL. FCL is here. So what was that like when you guys got the call and how excited are you to compete within the FCL to kind of get your mojo? back get your groove back get back in the swing of putting those names on that whiteboard putting points on the board and maybe maybe one day becoming fcr world champions how does that sound it sounds was... like a lot of work i'm just <laughs> kidding uh uh i'm Here excited again i'm excited to, to to be doing this and having um to be a part of another thing in the Schmodown, like starting out and like helping them start out another thing too, like FCL. Um, and I, I, it seems like a more, what's the word I'm looking for? Relax. More relaxed in mm -hmm. this one. Whereas the other one, you know, you've got your factions, you've got your managers, you've got like all of these things that you, you have to factor in. Uh, whereas here you're kind of, you know, playing movie trivia and having a lot of fun with it. so It's classic Schmodown. We're yeah. going back to the age of Schmodown in which we played when there was no manager, was no factions, was no uh, crazy over-the-top intricate storylines that are taking place. Here it's good old-fashioned, beat your ass and move up the rank. And it's still the Schmodown game. Everything is exactly the same. Uh, and we've got you know two different commentators uh, that are killing it right now just in being capable to run the game because yeah. if you're running a game as well as trying to be, you know, witty and punchy and, and get, you know, the show on the road, you've got to keep it moving forward. And that's what these commentators are doing. And of course, Brad, Brad is an experienced man on the mic, uh, killing it with the rundown as well. But yeah, when it came down to it and they were putting together this minor league, because that's it's honestly mm -hmm. it's how it is. It um, is yeah. It's it's a minor league in which you're trying to get back into the major league. Right. And when they put it together, and it's like, okay, well, here's two. Th yes, we're starting. We're we're the first, literally the first class. Somebody said that where it's like it's the first class, and it's like, well, damn, yeah, they are. I think it was Brad. Brad that said it. And we are the first class of the first class league. And it's like, how do you pass up a moment like that? You know, that's something that you definitely would love to coin because we coin the reactions as well. So why not coin how we're going to approach this league? And the way to approach this league is fun. Like we just, we have to enjoy ourselves. We have yeah. to have fun at the same time as be competitive and, and, and win. So you got to play smart, but this is where it's all going to be shown to everyone that does maybe think we could be in the Schmodown. We already know we could be in the Schmodown. We were there for a long time. So for us, it's like, well, if you want us in the Schmodown, cool. I'm going to do the same thing when I get over there. I'm going to have fun. This is the way I'm going to approach it. 
Um, and if you don't want that, then SEO, I'm going to have fun here too, because guess what? We're still playing trivia. We're still quizzing each other all the time. We're still making mental notes. The Schmodown has kind of altered our brain chemistry to where when we watch something, you're trying to absorb a lot of things as well. So you have the knowledge of it. And it isn't just in competition. It's altered our brain chemistry so we can use it in our reactions. Being educated on any of the actors or characters or franchises or films or series like that stuff is making us a more versatile uh, conversationalist when it comes to the, the the things that we do on the channel. So yeah, the, the whether we're playing in the Schmodown or the FCL, we're going to be competing. So put us in the game. Let's compete. Let's have some fun. And that's yeah. where I think the FCL is really going to show its hand as like the place to kind of be if you don't want to go head to head with the Titans that are just constantly demolishing each other the gladiators in the ring i even saw molly damon in the comments section. she's like this is where i want to be <laughs> and it's like yeah i mean for sure uh and the questions are only going to get harder and the the, the battles are going to evolve and escalate as well so yeah. this is kind of the the fun moment before it eventually probably will get super serial but yeah no it's exciting when they told us that we're going to be in the fcl it's like hell yeah I mean, more showdown. Why not? Like that's Trivia. that's that's a something. Yeah, but we we gotta we gotta still. It's still hard work. It is. We still have to Very request the days off to get to be able to be on it because yeah. we both work Tuesdays every Tuesday <laughs> at that time. We are working, and so we have to take PTO to be able to get those days off to be in these games. And you know what? It's worth it. That's dedication right there. And we don't have to drive to Burbank, <laughs> so it definitely is something we're excited about uh, for on four twenty. It's coming up. <laughs> that is very true that is very true so in a way even though we're all tired and above and beyond tired of something known as a pandemic yeah people are starting to get vaccinated people are starting to go back to work world is slowly slowly but surely going to reopen i'm sure the pandemic has been a positive for you guys you're like hey we don't have to drive over to burbank hundreds of miles away to do this we can just do it from the comfort of our own home aka your ridiculously good looking studio it's nice <laughs> it, it is actually really <laughs> nice having, not, not having here, to do not that having to drive <laughs> It yeah, no, it's it's great when we when we did the first digital uh, or when I did the match with Jeff Snyder, like, oh, it was so nice. I'm playing the game. I'm doing the same. I was Nothing actually is different. here, too, because I work from home. So yeah. while he was doing that, I was in the other room working. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great. It's great being able to play the game and be a part of it uh, without having to drive. And, you know, there's many other people that wouldn't be able to be a part of the game if it was travel only uh we've got taylor robinson uh and jacob in australia yeah. there's no way they would have been able to do it cat and, and sunny for of... the fcl like you wouldn't be able to have a lot of these people eric whiteley uh wouldn't be able to be a part of the schmodown as much as you know he can now um so i mean you're gonna get a lot of uh expanded abilities just by being able to make it available to people outside of Burbank, California. Right. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's fantastic that it's, it's digital. They got to keep the digital. That's the only way they're going to be able to let the uh, other, you know, universe people play because it's an <laughs> extended universe of uh, Schmodown competitors across the globe. So in order to be able to achieve that, uh, the digital has got to stay for at least them. So why not for us too? But I mean, we'll still make the trip for the big ones, but yeah. still it's tough.
Yeah, we definitely look forward to seeing what you're going to be doing within the FCANA. Before we wrap this up, a little bit of a round robin thing here. Going back to the MTS for just a moment. If you're all caught up, if you've seen all the matches, you've seen some of the factions, the competitors, the war. This season's theme is war. So clearly there's something big brewing, and if not already with other stuff going on. But anyway, first question, favorite movie trivia showdown singles competitor, Robert? It's it's Adam. It's it, Adam Collins, man. Like uh, I, I was blown away. And every time, every time I talk about the, you know, the one that is to beat, it's Adam Collins. And yes, there are others that obviously can take it away from him. Uh, Dan Merle, obviously. But when it comes down to it, the one that just pops in my head is like the goods. It's it's Adam. Now, are we talking about like who are currently playing right now, or just in general who are, are like favorites? who have played so far? Because I'm uh, gonna need a list. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's cool with the, with everything that's gone down. Like favorite, I would say favorite uh, singles competitor right now. Right now, hmm. I'm pulling. A, I don't even know. I'm, I have to pull up everyone's names because I don't know. I mean, if you want, names. I mean, if you want to turn back the clock a little bit, just say who who, in your opinion, would be your favorite movie trivia showdown singles competitor of all time. Well, you know, I'm I I dig Blind Wave a lot, so Adam. But I mean, he's Star Wars, so I don't know if he's actually going to end up plan on playing in the singles league. But if he is, that would be interesting. But so. well, I mean, for right now, I would say that my favorite because I I, I want to see her, you know, go further in the game and stuff. And that's Janine. I think that she has uh she 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 can do it, and I hope to see her more of her in the game. Mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Or Peggy. <laughs> Peggy. <laughs> That's right. Peggy's killing it right now. And uh, yeah, oh, I, mean, okay. I was I was excited with Peggy's match. Uh, and I we got to be on a, a live stream with Peggy not too long ago. We made her read the movies off of her DVD backdrop. Oh uh, my gosh, man! Yeah. She's got like a hundred. She's got like hundreds yeah. of those things. It was fun. It was a fun moment. It's unique. I really like the like the way she did it with yeah. all of the the DVDs and Blu-rays on the back hmm. back end. All right. all right, favorite 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 MTS tag team or team. <laughs> uh, right now, I would I would actually go with Corruption. I think that <laughs> the NWO, the best faction <laughs> going today. Corruption, yes. Uh, corruption. I think that you know Chance and my uh, definitely complement each other very, very oh, yes. well. And then of Beautiful. course, you know, having Shannon uh, uh, being there with them, it was Ooh. just like the cherry on top of uh, a Sunday, right there. She has embraced the managerial role so much uh, ever yeah, since she came she through the so front good. door. Mm -hmm. Love it. And she if you're gonna go with spoon. managers, she'd probably be my favorite manager. Right clearly, now. someone Although has I do read. I love Kate too. Yeah, clearly, someone has read the Corruption Handbook because I love Corruption <laughs> so much. They are my number one favorite of all time. They're my number one favorite. To me, they are the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Corruption, the NWO of the Shmodan. I love them to pieces. But anyway, <laughs> enough about me. Um, what was your favorite uh, team, Robert? I never got it. So yeah, Corruption. We definitely have a, a connection with personal connection. Oh yeah, because um, Cobra. Of, of course. Well, that and we beat them two times at a table game at PJ Campbell's house while Shannon was game hosting. Um, and it was fantastic. They beat us once, but we beat them two times and it was amazing. <laughs> uh, Eric from Nerd Chronic actually has right. the win caught on tape. So there's footage oh, of it out there best, somewhere. Best two out of three. Yeah, see, right? <laughs> and, and that ain't bad. 
Um, but when it comes to the corruption, yeah, of course, it's because of chance. It's because of Mike. I remember Mike's probably the first competitor that I walked up to at a Schmodown live event to tell them that I loved what they were doing in the Schmodown and love the growth that they've been showing as a competitor. And he was leaving and I had to run out and like catch him before he walked out the door. And yeah, so Mike Kalinowski and chance, of course. Um, but yeah, Shazam, I do love Shazam. I love same thing. Brennan, the kid, I had a great conversation with Brennan, the kid in the uh, jowls of the backstage. That is the globe theater in Los Angeles <laughs> because it's a very dark and underground place. And so yeah. like, I just got to talk to, to Brendan there, but of course, Bibiani, man. I mean, we've got a, a very close working connection with Bibiani. So, uh, and had great conversations with both him and, and uh, Whitney. So um, I, I love Shazam. I love corruption. Whenever they do battle, um, I kind of, depending on where we are and who's won, I kind of shift because it's like, nope, right now corruption needs to win it. Or right now, nope, Shazam needs to win it. Like, it's just, it feels like a, the game needs to go a certain way. And for those competitors, like, it'll shift because I love both of them. It's kind of like the Patriots. I love the Patriots. But eventually I was like, nope, they need to lose now. Like, you guys are too dominant. I need you to get taken down. And then the Shire Wolves came and did it. Mm, it's too much too much favorite inner geekdom competitor uh mara i love more i love her her humor when she's like doing her so post random. interviews I, so I, random. I know it is so random and i it love makes it makes no sense like at all it doesn't make any <laughs> sense it's like she just came out of nowhere it's like what is this what's your character i don't even know what's going on right now it's great. So yeah, Mara is probably my favorite. It's very well executed in the way that she does it too, where it sounds like too good to be random. Like it just, it fits so well, although it's incredibly random. Smets is also there too. I think that mm, him coming in true. and just dominating it, it, it was great. Like he, like especially where he came from and how he was talking about, like he did do the interview and did and try audition. to do the audition yeah. for it and great. it didn't pan out. And then, so he, you know, he buckled down and was like, okay, I got to do this. And then he ended up winning the belt. It was great. Mm, good picks. Good picks. So I guess yeah. that comes to the galaxy far, far away. Favorite Star Wars competitor. It's my boy, Alex, man. It's got to be the demon Damon. <laughs> it's my best friend, Alex Damon. I love Alex. Oh, Damon. Really? He's your BFF? Oh, yeah, man. We're best friends. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, as far on this side of the table. but I wasn't um, aware you were exclusive. Oh my! I God. got to eat dinner with Alex Damon and Molly Damon right Did next you? to me. Right next to me. Amazing night. A yard house. Uh, that, and then I got to watch him sing karaoke. So you know what, Alex Damon? Really? My bestie, I love him. Can no, I yeah, Alex, Alex Damon obviously is a, a an amazing, amazing competitor, and we've got well, to witness he's him. He's a force to be reckoned with. Absolutely, right? I mean, Star Wars explained. We go to him when we need to freshen up on our knowledge for the Mandalorian. So well, even in our reactions, it's I, I will throw stuff to Alex Damon. I'm like, I'll find out what that is on uh, Star Wars Explained <laughs> because I have no clue what kind of ship that is, and I'm sure there's a way to find out. Dimalanta. T-6897 model. Right, right. Yeah. Demolanta, obviously. Um, oh my gosh, was amazing. that a championship match between right. Demon and Demolanta, or what? Couldn't great. couldn't get any better, and I'm sure it will. Like they'll figure out ways to just get better. You're gonna have freaking sudden death go on forever. Uh, that's what's gonna happen with Collins in the singles. But uh, when it comes to Star Wars, Demolanta is fantastic. But yet oh you got Ace chomping Ace. on the hills. Ace Upset and City. Ace and Laura. Uh, love Laura. Love where she's going with her character this season too. Dude, uh, I want her back on Corruption. So I bad. know. 
I want I my girl too. back on corruption. She needs to be with the NWO, brother. Dude, I was be there. I was shouting at the television of when it came to Laura because her her character and what she's doing by maintaining the the corruption uh, brand by sure. being in another one. Like, so good. Gene, yes. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It is genius. This just because you get drafted or you get dropped or moved out doesn't mean your ally, ally, allegiance or alliance yeah. doesn't end. So what does that mean? Oh, you're gonna steal me as a competitor from my team? Well, guess what? You just brought a corruption seed into your, you know, faction, and anything can happen now that I'm in here. And guess what? I'm still gonna play to win because that's what I do. But all that means is I get to hold on to the title and have my brand at the forefront in your faction. Like, yeah. it is insane if that is the way that they're planning on going it. Or, yeah, flip it. And at some point at the end, she's like, I wasn't winning with you guys. I'm winning with them. And drops the corruption is like, boom. Like, either way you slice it, you can have a lot of fun with that. So when I saw her do that, I was like, this is genius. And it's perfect. And I wish I did it first. But it's good. Mm. <laughs> oh, boy. Corruption fans. you The three of us are going to get along famously if we haven't already. Right. A lot of respect. I got a lot of respect for the game that KO plays. Always always have had a lot of respect for the game that corruption plays and and mike kalinowski and what he has done ever since that boy turned hail like that was it like mike Dude. kalinowski was already top in my book and now he pushed it over the edge line them all up and, and gun them shoot, all, them, shoot them, all them all down, down. yep free I, for all man yeah as so, soon as he came through the door had his first match he's wearing the suit i'm like who is this guy i don't know who he is but i'm intrigued to find out more and then you see his matches and he grows and continues to grow his skill and his theatrics and all of a sudden turns the one in he's like i'm sick of you i didn't see any of you out there i didn't see adam i didn't see roxy blah, blah, blah. and i'm like i'm a league of my own man and then he just leaves and all of a sudden the what is it? the tournament gets turned upside down and it becomes the corruption tournament whatever it was <laughs> and he's like whatever happens i've changed the game you're welcome sheep i'm like <laughs> Oh my lord, I don't know what this is, but I'm eating it up because you got the right. colors of the red and black of the wolf pack that I grew up on in '98, and I'm loving it, brother. I'm loving anarchy. It. An anarchy was a, a an anarchy amazing was fantastic. breath of fresh air, a revitalization. So it was so uh, good. Even led to us getting split up. I mean, eventually it was about splitting teams and wild well, berries. It, it, it started great the, moments within itself, though. Right, right. And that's you know something that you you hang on to those moments and those moments will last you a long time uh, if done right and anarchy has still splintered and shaped the schmodown into what it is now um and i love it like that's honestly um one of the 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 best revitalizations the game has seen so far and there's going to be more like the grace taking over and all that like you're starting to to see the game will change once again. Um, and it's great to, you know, witness it go down from, you know, right outside the door. We're kind of, we're like Conan O'Brien looking through the window um, <laughs> or Russell Crowe taking yeah. a peek. Like we're right there. We're on the doorstep of the Schmodown. Um, and we're in the holding pool where at any point they're like, no, nah, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> no, I don't like you. And you just kind of take from the FCL so it gives the managers a better understanding of what fits. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's going to be, we're going to have some fun. We're going to have some fun on Tuesday. It's 420. 
Uh, it's late to the party day. It looks like Vanessa's headlining. The way it works Either out. Either way. It, I mean, the way it, the other ones have gone, Vanessa's going to kill it in the uh, the the final <laughs> throwdown. Either way, whichever way we go, we're, it's still going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be cool. But looking looking forward to this Tuesday. 100%. Could not agree more with the main event being Vanessa's match. She's going to be you know, master of her domain, queen of the castle. That's for sure. Queen of the well, castle, queen of the castle. I do queen <laughs> instead of king. Queen of the castle. <laughs> However you want to slice it and dice it. Well, I'm going to tell you guys what. This was fun. This was great. Thank you so much for being here on our first episode of what is known as the Spotlight Series we have, presented by This Week in the FCL. But before we go, Robert and Vanessa, two of the coolest kids in the entire world going today, and now you're a part of another chapter within the greatest thing in sports entertainment. Where can the good people of the interwebs find you online and everything you have coming up, you two? Uh, late to the party on all the social networking gin joints. You know where they are. Just look up late to the party. You Facebook, will find Twitter, it Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Stardust, yep. everywhere. We're all there. So, I mean, just look up late to the party. It's there. And then we've got the Falcon and the Winter Soldier going on right now on our channel, which is killing it. If you're watching that show, come watch us watch it. We're losing our minds right now. So there's only one episode left. But, yeah, late to the party on the tubes. <laughs> Haven't heard that word in a while. I know, anyhow, bringing it back. <laughs> bringing it back, man. Everything old is new again. But ladies and gentlemen, you can find me. My name is Ryan. You can find me here on This Week in the FCL on Twitter and Instagram at RyanRPM5. Don't forget to make sure you're following us on all forms of social media at This Week FCL. In the meantime, stay healthy, stay strong, stay safe. And this has been a great presentation of This Week in the FCL. Take care, everyone.